This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Morris, and we have Jared Mariama here with us again. Weird, weird pause. Uh, do you like my shirt? I do. I I, uh, I know everybody's been posting about Star Wars this whole month. Obviously, there's the May the 4th. Yes. And then up until the Disney acquisition... All Star Wars films were released in May, so May has... There's a lot of, like, Star Wars links back to May. Yes. So, I think last week, everybody was talking about Revenge of the Sith, uh, 15th anniversary, and then yes. today, in recording time, is the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Jared is wearing his empire strikes back shirt um i think that's what you wore when you went to batu for the first yes time, it is very right? good thank you for remembering that yes uh With your cool hoth looking jacket uh yes i had my luke skywalker <laughs> jacket on of course um yes 40th anniversary pretty amazing that's why it's so funny to me like everyone was bitching when star wars was gonna move to uh you know star wars was in christmas force awakens was christmas time Right. And then they were going to move it back to summer. That was always the goal to get them back into May. But everyone's like, no, Star Wars is associated with Christmas. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, it's never been associated how with December. The only thing is that terrible uh, Christmas special that they did yeah. in the 80s. Well, but- Force Awakens, Rogue One got December releases. So then everyone's right. like, no, it's like, I, it's Christmas time. I need to see a Star Wars movie. I just don't. I think that's new generation people. Yeah, I liked it being in May uh, just because of, uh, I don't know, to me it's like a legacy thing. Like yes. It always was. I thought it was a weird shift to go to December. That felt out of place to me. Right. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. And these, like, you know, traditionally for in terms of cinema, summers are like blockbuster sci-fi, like the big explosion because kind of Because of so, Star Wars. <laughs> right. Like it... it I don't know. It's I don't understand the argument to have it yeah. be in December. I think now, like the newer age fans, yeah. that's what they're used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, traditionally it's always been about May. So 40 years, you obviously did not see this in the theaters when it came out. When when did you see this in your when you first saw this movie, playlist-wise? Because I think you saw Jedi first. Is that right? Uh so it's it's so hard to like pinpoint the actual moment because you know when you're growing up especially afterwards star wars is just is like embedded in pop culture Mm. so it's like you're kind of aware of it as you're younger but you don't really know how um i remember specifically when i became a fan and i sat down and watched the entire trilogy over the course of one weekend like you know episode four five and six and then, but I remember seeing the movie in theaters the first time was when they re-released the special edition in like the mid nineties. Was mm-hmm. that like yeah ninety six ish ninety five ninety six yeah yeah. But I I remember I was six years old when I did my weekend binge of the trilogy. Oh. And that was on VHS. But that wasn't the first time you watched these things. It was just... Uh, it's hard to say when the real first time was. So you don't uh, have like... To memory. Uh, That's when like I watched it and fell in love with it. But so uh, back to Empire though specifically. Do you remember... Did this have an impact on you though, Empire, in any way? Or was this just one of the three or... So this is before uh, Phantom Menace, of course, that you're watching this. But right. um, did it did it have an impact? Did you already know this going into it? The whole setup already. Darth Vader's his father. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, because again, like it's just so embedded in pop culture, I knew that line. Oh, you did. Okay. So it was not like a shock to me. Right. Even right. even at that young of an age, um, I th- to me the first one is my favorite, but. Everybody always talks about Empire. 
Well, I think there's something with okay. So Star Wars comes out, amazing film. You see it forever. It's it's three years between these films, right? And so you can watch this thing over and over, and stayed in theaters forever. It came back to theaters again, like in its run. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just like the given, so that there's so much pressure on Empire to perform, so that when Empire comes out and it's amazing, it makes it even more amazing, right? Because yeah. if Empire wasn't great. Star Wars probably would have ended or they would have gone through and done Jedi and just finished it off because mm-hmm. Empire is such a cliffhanger. So I think Empire, you know, it, obviously Empire can't be great without Star Wars, the first one or A New Hope. So, you know, it's just it's an interesting placement. But I still think when you look at all of the films, Empire is still a standout, though. I mean, even if you just look at it from like the writing and the acting and the yeah. uh, all of that stuff, I think it's by far like it's the exception. Everything else is probably a little more consistent in its like cheesiness, but Empire to me is sort of sustains. Um, when you like see status. social media like take over with these anniversaries, like oh today's the you know whatever fortieth anniversary of Empire, or last mm-hmm. week, like I said, they talked about Revenge of the Sith. Did do you have like an impulse to rewatch these movies at that time or? Do you just casually watch it, you know, on your own time? Um, I watch it quite like I just watched it not too long ago, like just because I just watched it. I'll just put it mm-hmm. on, um, especially now that it's on Disney Plus and it's easy to yeah. just watch it. Um, so I don't necessarily finish it or I might, you know, it's just leave casually the room. on. Yeah, like it's yeah. kind of on in the background because obviously it doesn't matter. But um, no, that's why I do like um, watching parties or stuff when they do that online. Then it's kind mm-hmm. of fun to you get other people's perspective or common jokes about things, but um, yeah, um, no, I don't, I don't necessarily watch it because the anniversary is coming up, but that has to be a film that I don't watch normally. I think right. that I would do that. Yeah. I'm uh, because Disney plus has all the star Wars films on it. Now I feel yep. like I want to sit down and watch maybe like one a day, the mm. entire, all of the star Wars movies. Um, I don't know. I, it's always a controversial topic, but like the order in which to watch them. Yeah, I don't know how I would sit through. We the should do it on catalog. the podcast. We should what's, make what's the order you, you think you like would do it? Release. I will always go by release. So even with Rogue One, you'd have that after Force Awakens? So I think you can kind of, I mean, here's the thing like Rogue One is not um, subtle. Right. It like, <laughs> like it leads right up to episode right. four or whatever. So I don't know. Like, I don't feel like there are secrets buried in there that you have to, you know, like it, it doesn't feel like that. It does feel extra. It enhances it, the story kind of, but it yes. doesn't. Right. Like it's not a necessity don't have by to, any means. Right. In fact, I think it takes some of the umph out of A New Hope if you watch that first. Uh, no, I, I think uh, release order. I mean, some of them don't matter. I think that the new ones don't matter and um you can watch those in, in any order it just all just deteriorates after <laughs> after the first one so i haven't watched the clone wars uh mm. final season did you yeah. finish that yes i did also, finish that a lot of people are saying that that makes revenge of the sith a lot better uh it's just it's the same thing as rogue one you know it dances around the events it, it literally mm. leads up to the events it's because this character is so popular it's ahsoka it's really just all ahsoka yeah um, and people like uh, captain rex the clone guy <clears throat> it's just to kind of force them into the narrative of Sith. Revenge, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah. Um, so it, I did watch it, and <clears throat> I'd be curious to hear what you think. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh-oh. Yeah. What's oh, it's coronavirus. See? And the Mariyama household. <laughs> <laughs> household. Me. Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know that everyone would... I don't know. I don't know why people are going so crazy for this. I think people like that it, it ties... I mean, that's why Rogue One, a lot of people were so... I don't know, excited about that or thrilled after it came out is that it did tie up so well. The stuff that I've been reading online is saying that the final season enhances Revenge of the Sith because you see like a lot more motives to characters and like relationships built a certain way. Um, I mean, I have not seen it, so I can't really speak too much on that. This is all off of Mm -hmm. just online articles that I'm reading. I am interested in it, but like I think I talked to you about this on a previous episode. 
I'm overwhelmed by the number of Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, but it's like a lot of filler. You don't have to watch them all. to. So could I literally just watch these final like 10 episodes and be fine? Um, or whatever. You don't even have number. to watch all ten. Like I think the last, <laughs> well, because you're not going to care because you haven't watched the whole thing. You're not going to care about these. So other is characters. it a lot of wrap up? Well, no. But, I mean, so but you have to look. It, it's been on for how many years? There's all these new characters, mm-hmm. and so if they're wrapping them up at the end of this one, you won't care because you won't know these There's old no attachment these new characters. To them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you just really want to watch it from sort of a Star Wars perspective, I think the last four or five you could watch, and then. I think it's even just four, maybe. I don't know. I could look at it and be mm. more specific. But you, you basically just want to see this cis stuff, the rest of it. But here's the problem. Like, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't build to this ending other than the fact that we know how this ends in general. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and again, I think it's just to say that Ahsoka, like, to to give her character some um, whatever. <laughs> Like it's just to extend that character and to explain. Do you think that they're kind happened. of milking it and doing more with her because it's been announced that she's going to make an appearance in Mandalorian? Like, well, I think we're. To, I don't think it's just Mandalorian. I think we're going to see a lot more, more of, this of her character, and and it's a female character, which is huge mm-hmm. right now. Um, so I think I think she's getting her own series, a Disney Plus series. Um, I don't know if it's going to spin off of Mandalorian or if it's an animated thing. I just kind of briefly. I, I, the character is fine. I, I don't have a problem with the character. Um, it, you know what, who the character is, right? I mean, yeah, you know, she, yeah. She's, she's Anakin's Padawan and, and she just kind of took off. So I don't know. I, we don't have to talk. We talked about this enough on the other <laughs> one. Anyway. Um, yeah, you could probably just watch those last few episodes. So, all right, we're not leaving star Wars yet. No, no, I, no, that's okay. They, um, they talked about, so we talked about this. The Mandalorian's going to have Boba Fett in the next seat season of mandalorian yes um did you hear this that so timothy oliphant has been casted to be in uh mandalorian but not as boba fett another character but he is going to be wearing boba fett's armor Mm. so i don't know if this is a rumor or if this is confirmed but is boba fett actually in it or is it this like kind of i don't know what you like a fake I think um, it's uh, it's expanded universe stuff, right? Like this character that he's playing. Um, yeah, is it is this an existing character or is this new? T- like it'll just exist. This will be the the debut of this character in the next season or in in like the cinematic universe. I so from what I gathered, and I don't know, I didn't I didn't read these books, mm-hmm. but it's a character that existed in okay. in, the, in the books. Um, so I don't know if they're gonna just you know because everything old is is not canon anymore so they can just take this character and say oh he did this in the books but in our new galaxy right this is how it is so who knows i i think it's going to be some play on that original concept but um we'll see i mean that makes it even that might make the explanation easier like this isn't boba fett this is just that outfit you like well so it's <laughs> it's interesting because they did co- also confirm that the boba the clone actor the original uh jango right. fett is going to be playing this or he's going to be in it so i, I it's, it's getting confusing to me um already and i like part of this i'm thinking you know it's very strategic by like a pr company to throw out all of this information just to get us talking about it as we are now and who knows they do this with teaser trailers all the time where they'll throw a curveball at you that like doesn't even make it the final cut yeah so i have no idea i just thought i don't know it was interesting and kind of changing my thoughts and expectations on this next season yeah i don't know i mean i think so with Django, he's obviously all the clones look like Django, fit, right so it could be anybody like so Captain Rex from Clone Wars um, survived mm. at the end of, of these these new episodes. Sorry to spoil that for you if you if you were waiting to see. <laughs> I think everybody knows that at this point. Um, so he could be that character, like Captain right. Rex. If Ahsoka's in it, then Captain Rex can be in it. Can be any one of the clones that just like survived and is yeah, super like and, old now. <laughs> which would even be better. Like again, I'm I'm fine with these. Like it doesn't have to be these specific characters, right? 
you know. So if this is just a way around it to explain some of it, or maybe he's a flashback, who knows, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But it is, it's interesting. At least it's interesting, right? It's <laughs> not like... <laughs> I don't, I might actually like it better not being Boba Fett. I'm sure you would. Yeah. See, that's the fun of Star Wars, right? Talking all nerdy and angry about it before it happens. Well, yeah. And then it's so funny. Like, no matter what, fans will never be satisfied. So, but see, like, here's what I think too. Like, the the best thing about it is, like, look at if we had heard early on, like, there's going to be a baby Yoda in the new mandalorian series Mm -hmm. everyone would have gone nuts and been pissed and that is so stupid why is yoda a baby that doesn't even make sense you know like there'd be so so it's it's almost better to like be surprised by a lot of this stuff right that's why i think that like this is probably strategic to some extent the fact that they're leaking all this information out ahead of time a distraction Um, right like we're never going to know what's really going to happen until we actually watch this next season Right. No, I agree. Because then they could like, so we'll be all distracted because of Boba Fett and then they bring right. like Luke Skywalker back on it or something, you know, yeah. like it'll be something crazy like that. Or, or Obi yeah. or something. Obi-Wan yeah. would probably make more sense, I think. As like a force ghost? No, he's a, uh, oh, right. Because the time is after that. It's after Jedi, right. but before force. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Always um, back to Star Wars somehow. Star Wars and donuts, right? So I have to say that it's funny making like the parallel to the trilogy with our donut episodes. Mm. You called the the lime donut the Empire. Yes. Um, I have to say that I am I miss having <laughs> to eat donuts regularly, like doing those little trips to Krispy Kreme um, mm. and eating way too many donuts. It, this has been the first week in the past month that I have not had a donut. We uh, have to. We've got to come up with like a regular. I don't know. Don't, it can't to, be donuts. It can't be donuts. Like I, donuts. <laughs> you're still young. Is there anything that you eat like you can't eat that kind of destroys you now as an adult? As a, um, you know, when you're a kid, you can eat anything and you're fine right uh like donuts now really i love them but it's <laughs> rough um well donuts cookies and pizza are hard because it's you know if you were to eat any one of those three things you know just a few it's fine if you have like one or two donuts or one or two slices of pizza but you can't ever stop at one or two like you have to go until you're uncomfortably full Right, but that's just full. Is there anything where you you can't eat it anymore? You know, like how some people get older and they get like lactose intolerant, or you know, oh, you know, I, I mean, is there anything where you're like, oh yeah, I can't, I can't do that anymore? Uh, you know, I'm sure there is. I cannot think that's of it good. off the top of my head. Yeah, you're still young. You got lots to look forward to there. Well, that's fun. What is it for you? <laughs> donuts, donuts in general. I, I think. Oh man, that's but heartbreaking. I still, I still eat them. It's just I can't eat them every week. Well, that's, that's yeah. It's funny because you know people have issues with alcohol and cheese, yes. and they still roll the dice. And yeah, because you can't help it. You'll take medication <laughs> in order to be able to eat cheese. Or know, like so. fuck it, I'll just be sick for the next day. Just just so I can wait. Eat this. Just wait. As you get older, little things you'll start noticing. Like oh, I can't eat bell peppers after this time because I get a heartburn all through the night or, you know, it's that kind of stuff as you get older. So the the thing that I've noticed as I've gotten older is, and this is so frustrating to me because, you know, they tell you to stay active and work out and run and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But the more you do that, the quicker you wear out your, mm-hmm. like your joints, your knees. Yeah. So, I mean, this past year I had, two surgeries one on my knee that we talked about another one was not really related to um athleticism or whatever but i had a a tumor on my foot that i had to get removed right right gross um lots of fun stuff but yeah so anyways like that's the big thing that i've noticed getting older is that i as much as i want to do some of these things that i did when i was younger i just can't handle it yeah uh, speaking of, of, of getting older, want to play a quick little game? Sure. 
Okay, this one is called, I just thought of this because I've been, I do these deep dives every now and then because I have nothing but time. Fun. Uh, it's going to be called, who's older, this person, this celebrity or me? Okay. Okay. Let's so <laughs> I'm going to give you a celebrity and you're going to say, are they older than me or younger than me? Or who's older? Pick of the two. Okay. So we'll start with like easier ones. Feel free to play along at home. Okay. Listeners. Okay. Who's older, me or Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts. Yes, very good. Thank you for answering but that. But this is, okay, I feel like a listener would have more fun with this because I already know your actual age. But you don't necessarily know how old Julia Roberts is. That's the thing, yeah, right? Okay, let's okay. Keep, keep going. Okay, uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, I older feel like, I feel like this one's younger. pretty close. But Who's I was, older? I'll say he's older. Nah, we're same age. Fuck, that, well, that's cheating. So tie <laughs> goes to... <laughs> There are very few of those. Get Let's put it here. that way. Okay, okay, so some of these are very close, like a difference of a year, but it's still interesting because I don't really know how old a lot of these people you are. You are? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Julia Roberts was born in 1967, by the way. Just okay. so you know. J.J. Uh, Abrams. Older than me? Younger than me. Younger. Older. Mm. He was born in 66. Oh, man. Yeah. That's way older than I thought he would be. Taika Waititi. Older than me? Younger than me. Younger. Yeah, but only by like three years. Like we're mm. very close in age, which is kind of great. Uh, Mandalorian guy, Pedro Pascal, older or younger than me? Oh, man. Well, he is a weathered looking man. Um, I will say older. He's younger. Only oh, by well, a few he, years. He looks very, awful for his age. Very close. Then. Very close, though. Uh, John Favreau. Older. Yes, he was 66. Holy uh, shit, are you serious? Yeah. Wait, wait, you mean year 66? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's not like, 66. oh my God, he looks fantastic. <laughs> Matt Damon, older than me or younger than me? Older. Older, just by a bit though. Almost exactly the same. All right, uh, let's see, let's do an interesting one here. Uh, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, Jim Parsons. Older Ooh, or younger? That one's got to be close. That one's, I'll say he is older though. One year younger. Ooh. Close though, right? That's pretty that is close. close. Uh, okay, this is the last one. Leonardo you, DiCaprio. Is he older than me older. or is he younger than me? He's younger than me. What? <laughs> that one's hard because he's, he's been close, around though. forever. He's yeah, he's I know. He's been acting since the 80s. Uh, he's was only that show he started on? Growing the, Pains. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh so he's only like two years younger than me, so we're 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 pretty close. But I always thought of him as so much younger than me. Like when I'd see him on that those shows, I'm like, oh, mm. he looks like a baby. I think because his face looks really young. Not not uh, anymore. Yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> okay, Ryan Reynolds, older than, or younger than me? This will uh, be the last yeah, one. Younger. How how younger do you think he is? Like a lot younger. No, you're making these so hard because they all seem like they're so close. Well, that's why. Because that's <laughs> don't you do this ever? Do you ever look no, up who's never your age? Done this. Okay, next we'll do next week. Older than Mark. Oh my god. Mark. Yes, he's at nineteen. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Just exactly. That's a whole new generation for you. I'll have to look up people for that. All right, that's a little depressing game called Who's Older. Wow. Yeah. This is this is what you do in quarantine times, huh? I start well. I'll see somebody and I'll think that they're really old, and I'll look it up. And I'm like, oh, I'm older than them, or I'm young. You know, like, <laughs> they're my age, basically. So mm. I'm always the the one uh, Jennifer Garner, the lovely Jennifer Garner, who I adore. She's exactly my age. We have the same birthday. Oh, yeah. Do you have any celebrity birthdays? I ha well, kind of. She is exactly one year. That's not older thing. than me, but we have the same birthday. Um, she's also a squared. Kira Knightley is exactly one year older than me. Hmm. But nobody on your exact day, day and year. Oh, yeah. um, the Nike Air Max One. <laughs> was, that that was, makes me feel incredibly old. But yes, was released. This is on, makes me so happy. Like what solidified me getting into shoes. One of like the most popular shoes, uh, I don't know, in the Nike lineup is Nike Air Max One was released on my birthday. So it was first mm. available the same day and year that I was born. We were both born the same day. That is so 
like perfectly what we look at, I think, right? Like you found the shoe that was born on your same birthday and I'm like obsessed with celebrity celebrity <laughs> birthdays. And I always kind of look at these people. I'm like, it's interesting to see where these people are in their life as opposed to myself. Oh, no, you can't so do that that's with celebrities. That's well, I know, like, but that's what you you kind of, you know. But you, you know one, a celebrity that didn't really make it till later, and he's been in everything, was Samuel Jackson. Like, didn't mm-hmm. he not make his first movie till like his 40s? No, I think or he was. late 30s or something. I think it's had to be at least 30s. See, that's what little, I mean. Yeah, he was a little bit older, but like, I don't know, for the past 30, almost 40 years, he's been in like every big movie. So like you look at somebody like Tom Cruise. When do you think he was born? What year? If you had to guess a year, give me a year. What year uh, do you think Tom Cruise was born? He's one of those weird ones because he looks he looks good, but he's been around forever. Yeah, but, but you know, like he looks good, but you kind of already know. Let's see. I would guess he's in his 50s. So I would, let's say, minus, I'm trying to do quick math here. Let's say like 68 Oh my gosh, no. Oh, 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 like what year he I thought you meant his yeah, age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you he asked was born in, He was born in 62. 62. Oh, dang. So he's he's getting old. He looks good That's, though. What, I mean 58? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Hmm. Anyway, I think Taika for some reason I thought Taika Waititi was a lot younger than me. But um, because he's pretty new to this the I think I think Hollywood. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he was doing stuff. In, is he New Zealand? Where mm-hmm. he's from? Yeah. yeah, I love him. I just love him. I, I'm not even a big Thor Ragnarok fan, but I love him. You, I, I'm surprised. Like because I, I of all the Marvel movies and the fact that you do love him so much, I would think that that would be the one you would be okay with. Thor but. is to me like I, I, I again I don't know anything about, it, but um, and I like what's his name Hemsworth, but um. I love him. It seems the goofiest of the characters. I mean, even with Hulk, uh, Thor to me seems like, oh, so silly. Well, just because it's like, you know, all the other heroes are more or less like Earth based or whatever. But the fact that he's exists on this like fake world, I don't even know how to describe it, but I get what you're saying. Like, it's so... (laughs) far-fetched yeah and then his character like persona on top of that is it is very goofy i will it's totally goofy but that's part of it like just like star wars like it is so out there you just have to totally suspend any sort of reality you know and just go with it once you like accept the fact that this is outrageous you can have more fun with it I don't mind outrageous like i prefer it to go crazier like it's weird that he's so like a viking guy (laughs) But but from another yeah, planet. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they're they're pulling, like they're getting inspiration from. Like I don't know. Yes. Yes. Ah, I, we don't need to get into that it, mythology. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh. All right. So <clears throat> we let's see. Do you want to go jump into the the dues? Sure. All right. So last week we talked about you were going to talk uh, with Bricky. Ah. On the Fired Festival. Yes. Yes. We talked a little bit about that before. You have already done the festival. Now let's talk about that whole experience. Postmortem. Wrap up. There you go. How was it? Uh, It was fine. So again, it was all Zoom. Uh, There was no live interaction with the audience. Uh, I I wasn't aware of how many people were or were not watching. Yeah. Which is great. Um, I had about 25 minutes with Bricky, and that goes extremely fast. Um, so it was a little, it was probably a little too short. Like I had all this stuff prepared just to, you know, I want to have more than enough stuff prepared just so right. we don't run out of stuff. But um, I felt like I just sort of skimmed the top and I wasn't able to drill down. I probably should have uh, tightened it up a little bit so that we went down into one question more so than a broader view. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, I had all these great things to say and I just didn't get to say them. Um, <laughs> but it was fine. Like it went so fast. And then um, th- I, I had some technical difficulties right at the beginning. So that ate into oh, our time a little bit. how embarrassing. But again, like, so I come on the, the, 
the cast or whatever. And then, um, you know, I wasn't sure if we were actually like, am I, are we live right Instantly now? Instantly live, yeah. yeah. We weren't, but I didn't know that. So I was being very formal and official and like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, don't worry. Like, so basically I had a Zoom background, but it was flipped. Oh, but, okay. But I was all confused because before they were saying like, oh, you should, you should flip your image before you upload it, but then there's also a feature in there where it will flip it for you. Oh. So it was like double flipped, you know? <laughs> and so anyway, so we were trying to figure that out and, um, but it was, it was fine. It was fine. Um, uh, what, what are some of your amazing lines oh. that you wrote that you were unable to share? <laughs> well, there's a lot of, to me, it's like in my head when I'm writing these things, I'm countering what people might come back with or or like what their question would be you know so if i'm like oh no like um, if you're losing your job or if you're uh, looking to go into another field or um, go freelance or something i'm like don't waste time do it like use this time right now while we're down to uh, you know get everything done and start start your new adventure or whatever and then mm -hmm. there's a lot of backlash right now about everyone give yourself a break like you don't have to do everything right now you know like uh, which is fine and i think that was the message a little earlier on in the day before I came on. Oh. And so to me, my, one of the points I wanted to say was like, that's like, that's like personal health. You, you have to be able to navigate that yourself. Right. right. I, I can't come in and say that to you. My, my thing is like, okay, let's assume that you're in a good position or in a good spot right now and you can run with it. Of course you have to take care of yourself first you shouldn't be looking to social media for someone to tell you oh it's okay don't stress out <laughs> um so there's little things like that i think that i wanted to go into um just just more stuff about like like just keeping busy like get start doing it like i think so many of us are good at procrastinating and making up excuses and i want to read these three books and i want to look at the site before i start doing anything towards my new career and i think a lot of us know that we're just procrastinating we're we're, right. we're putting things off and to me it's like you just have to be honest with yourself if you're not ready that's fine do what you have to do but don't make up some elaborate story as i'm going to start my huge graphic novel in exactly four years you know like <laughs> like just start uh. Yeah, um, so I, I'm going to jump in here, and you already know this, what happened mm. to me. I was actually let go from my full-time job as a result of this this fun pandemic that we're in. And yeah. so I don't know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this because you just had this discussion with Bricky last week, and it's yeah. just a weird timing that all this happened. And it I is think, and it isn't, because it's happening a lot right right, now, right? Yeah. It's but like what you're saying um, with having all these excuses, a big excuse for me not to take Squared Co. kind of to the next level was that, oh, well, I have this day job. And mm -hmm. even though things were pretty comfortable there and I did have a decent amount of free time, that was always like, well, I have to prioritize this because this is right. you know where I'm making the money. But now that that excuse has been eliminated, mm -hmm. um, I do have the time to really focus on figuring out how to take squared code to the next level. Um, but I did want to kind of circle back to your experience with getting let go uh, and like how, I don't know, we'll do this live here, giving me some tips mm. as to like speak on your experience with this and then what I should and shouldn't be doing maybe. Uh, give yourself a break, Mark. Take some time <laughs> to mourn. The <laughs> well, okay. I got to say, like, immediately when it happens, like, you, I was hit with so many different emotions. Like, it's hard not to make it feel personal. Oh, it is personal. Of course it's personal. Like, yeah. well, I mean, the decision wasn't necessarily personal. It's not like you pointing right, right, your finger right, right. at me. Like, we don't like you. You're not going to have a job. Like, the decision right. was not personal, but it definitely... It's hard to not feel that way when you're more or less saying like, oh, you are gone. <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. But yeah. yeah, once I got over that, then I, it's not even panic mode. It's just like, I don't want to take any time off. Mm -hmm. I want to really make use of this time uh, and get hyper-focused on figuring out how to move forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, it's different for everybody. Everybody deals with these things in different ways. I think I, I don't deal with anything by doing nothing. Uh, I think that drives me more crazy. You know what I mean? So maybe I am like, that's my way of coping is like doing other things. So it might not be that you're you're doing the exact thing you want to do next. But I, to me, it, it helps to keep busy. Um, otherwise, you're just sort of getting depressed or, or questioning too much stuff. Because <laughs> like right. you said, it is a personal feeling. I think it's hard to get past that for a lot of people at first. There's this ego thing and you have to explain it to your family and then... Everybody you run into, you have to explain it to that asks about your job. And then it's like in that moment, like, how's work? And then it's all awkward, right? Like you're thinking, yeah. oh, God, do I go into it or do I just <laughs> say fine? Like, it, you know, right. And then then you don't want to over explain and be like, oh, but everybody got let go. And, and it's just, oh, the company was having a hard time before this. So there's a lot of that stuff. I think that was hard. Like when I got laid off, I moved home. That was in- incredibly hard. Like that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And and every, I took a retail job in that meantime so that I could still do, you know, I didn't want to go into a, a, a dumb career and try to build up a freelance career at the same time. So I'm like, okay, I just need to do, get money coming in. So retail was fine. It was mindless and you do it and you come home and then you can work on your real thing. But again, that's embarrassing to be working retail and you see your friends and you're like, right. weren't you, didn't you have this other job? The good thing about now is, and we talked about this on Fired, was um, everything stopped right now. There's nothing surprising right now. It's not like, oh, just the design world is having a hard time. Everything has stopped, right? So if anyone tells you right now they've been let go or furloughed or fired, you're not like dumbfounded. Right. I, I think it's a given. So in that way... It's kind of a break. You got kind of a break. But um, I don't know. Like, how do you look at it? Just like, okay, apply like crazy for other jobs or start well, working it's on a, these other things? Or? It's interesting. It's a good and bad thing that the world is the way it is right now. And I happen to be let go during this where, yeah. you know, I think a lot of employers want to know like, oh, well, why did you get let go? I think I have a, like an acceptable excuse for this time yeah. right now. Um, and then also you said you went and worked on retail. Like that's not even an option for me right now. So like by not having one of those kind of a job to fall back on or like, uh, I don't know, going to work at a retail store, it forces me to really continue to utilize this time to develop whatever it is I want to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, But to answer your question more specifically, like, I've been applying to places for the past few years, relatively casually because I did have the job. Um, So I'm going to continue doing that. It's just now the whole job market is in such a weird space that I don't really understand who's hiring. If, if I do get hired somewhere, am I going to have to go into an office? There's just, there's so many weird variables that I don't know, exist because of the way the world is at this moment. Well, it's interesting, too, because it becomes about survival. Right. Right. There's like before it was like you had this other job. So I'll be fine. I got medical benefits. I got a regular paycheck. Even Mm -hmm. if I suck at this job, I'm still going to get that paycheck and vacation time and all that stuff. When you when you take that out of the thing, suddenly it is panic about just surviving, you know, paying rent and buying your basic foods. And I think that's a great, obviously a great a motivator but it takes it takes a whole layer of bullshit out of it where you're like oh i'm gonna learn procreate Uh, i'm gonna take a whole year and learn procreate (laughs) like now you got to just do everything at the same time that's why i don't like wasting time and i used to say this to you all the time like enjoy while you have this cushy job take Mm -hmm. advantage of that time because you'll regret it when it's gone that now you have to do something else to make money in addition to trying to to move forward with whatever else you know is coming yeah. next but um i don't know how, how like very noisy here how <laughs> is it for you um like being at home now like not having that work that you did have like is it like oh i have more time or is it stressful uh i mean it's definitely stressful not gonna yeah. Yeah. Act like, you know, everything's fine. I've got all this free time now and it's the party. Um, I, I'm i still, so this just happened a couple right. days ago. I'm still trying to figure, I'm, now I'm trying to figure out like what my new schedule is going to look like. Where as opposed to checking in with work and working on those projects for so many hours a day. Mm-hmm. 
how am I going to shift my day to day to focus on moving forward? So I'm still kind of in that transition phase, yeah. um, but I am excited to, I don't know, get back focused on Squared Co. and what that might look like. I think, you know, in future episodes, I'll be able to elaborate more on that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. As of right now, the focus is just trying to stay busy and productive with Squared Co. as the main focus. So again, I'll talk more about what that means uh, once I have some more stuff yeah. to talk Good. about. But um, so There's the yeah. backbone for the show now. We can stay up with your progress every week and then you'll have to report on it so then that'll make you do <laughs> stay busy. All right. Is, did, did you want to have, uh, did you have anything else for what you did this past week? Uh, for do, no, I did watch that Muppet Guys thing that I mentioned last time. Uh, it was just okay. That's, um, that's kind of disappointing because, you know, the Muppets have been. Did you watch it? No, but oh, okay, okay. I just, just off of what you're saying, mm-hmm. I'm like speaking generally about the Muppets. They've kind of been thrown around so much and. You know, they've had a lot of weird projects over the years and a lot of stuff that hasn't really that kind of fell flat. Um, but it's such a fun group of characters. I, I'm i disappointed that they're not doing more and better things with this this franchise. Yeah, uh, they are having a new show coming out this summer. Uh, yeah, on I Disney saw that. Plus. We'll see if that's I don't know. They say it's unscripted. Which How did could, you feel about the last? So, d- I didn't well, I guess, like. I, didn't I guess like. it was ABC. Yeah, um, I didn't care for for that series uh, at all. I don't. So to me, don't change the like format with the Muppets. Like, don't they don't have to be upgraded? I've said this every time, so I won't go into it again. Like, they don't have to be like contemporary. It's like putting sunglasses and a skateboard on a cartoon character to make him look <laughs> cool and young and to the kids. Like, don't do that to the Muppets. I hate that the most. But. This interview thing or this thing that they did, it was basically a charity, but it was mostly talking about Jim Henson. So it wasn't like right, right. we're singing songs and doing all this stuff. It was kind of to talk about Jim Henson and, and raise some money. So they had it on like Zoom or something at first. It, it wasn't Zoom. I shouldn't say that. But it collapsed. The minute everyone started logging on to oh, this God. thing, it, it broke down. And they literally had to start sending out a new like link to YouTube like in the time that it started so then people are sitting there waiting for this thing to load but if you didn't see your email or you didn't notice that now it's moved over here so that was that took up like a big chunk of time which was which was too bad um you know it's great once they start talking we've heard a lot of these stories before or just you know they're versions of the same story about jim henson and he sounds amazing uh, as always and would have been great to meet him and stuff but um it was just very pleasant. I will say the best part is at the end, they all did their voices. Like they, they did character voices, which they don't do a lot, especially Frank Oz. Um, and to see that was the best part, I think. just It was just a little bit at the end and they just sort of talked and he did like Cookie Monster and Grover and stuff and mm. um, Gonzo and Prairie Dawn, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's amazing to see them like change into the character Without yeah. even without the puppets, uh, so I wish there was a little more of that um, to it, rather right. than just saying like, "Oh, Jim's amazing" and and things like that. But um, again, it's great to hear these stories while these people are still around. So, you are know, you getting the HBO Max subscription? Have you for Fraggle Rock? Well, there and Elmo. There, there was yeah. There's there are a couple Muppet related things that are going to be on there. Well, they have Sesame Street, so I know the Elmo show is going to be on there and Fraggle Rock, mm. but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm thinking, uh, because those aren't Disney-owned properties, so I think that's why they're on HBO. But I think all the other Muppet stuff would have to be on Disney+, Plus. so we'll see. That So that counts, that's like a do and a watch. Do you have a, another, what did you watch this past week that you want to talk about? Uh, nothing major... Outdoors I, on Netflix, which is great. <laughs> back on Netflix. Uh, and I watched Upload on uh, oh, Amazon. Oh, so I watched the first episode. Don't give away too much more. Yeah. But you know this about me. I've got such a weird take on like life and death that this is this show could be a really good and a really bad thing for me. Uh, it's pretty broad. Like, 
The thing yeah. that so I watched the first episode only, and this is um, Greg Daniels produced it, who was mm-hmm. producer and creator for Parks and Rec and uh, The Office. Yep, I was so like expecting that type of humor. It was not in there like at all. This was way more like a drama with comedy in it than a comedy like a comedy ensemble, which is what the other two shows are. Uh, I think there's a lot of that in the setup for the first one. So maybe as you watch more of these, it, it gets, gets a, a little, little lighter. It It's still kind of finding its tone, you know, like mm. it's not as silly as say like 30 rock where it's just so abstract, you know, like it's right. completely goofy, but it's not as um. it's probably more like parks and rec. I would say where, I wish they'd go a little sillier. Like there's a lot of things they can do that are hilarious and they kind of don't go all the way with it. And then they try to, they try to make his story more the focus, you know? And right. I don't, I don't care for that. With the office and parks and rec, it was so good because there were so many characters going in and out and every character was great on its own. It's, it's an interesting departure from that model that seemed to work so well with him to go and make it so hyper-focused on an individual. Yeah, I, um, so, gosh, I have this very loud car in my neighborhood. I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, like, the office approach would have been better for something like this, I think. Because it's mm-hmm. funnier just to explore this world that this he's idea. living in. right, yeah, yeah. Than it is to be like, oh, there's a big story, a big, you know, overarching story. And I'm like, that, that to me still feels forced. And in, in, I'm about eight episodes in or so. Um, haven't finished it yet, but we'll see. I wish they would just be sort of silly with this and not, not right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so that's my, I think that's it. That's my so, watch. I, I don't know if you, this came across your Netflix queue at all or, or w- during your scrollings, but, uh, have you heard of or seen the Willoughby's? It's an animated uh, movie with my Rudolph is one of the voices and Will Forte. It's about, Sounds familiar. Why can't I think it of feels, it? It feels, I don't know how to say this author's name, but, you know, Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. He, it's, it feels like that type of a story mm. where it's... Um, Weird. Parents that more or less hate their children. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. there's, I think, there's four kids that basically have to fend for themselves. Um, and a nanny gets introduced to the mix. And it's just like kind of the craziness that ensues is this a new thing it just came out it's a a movie so it's like an hour and a half movie kind of i guess you'd call it cg animated but it Mm -hmm. you know as much as you may or may not like trolls i loved the look and texture feel to the trolls movies yeah this has a very similar kind of textural animation style which Visually, I thought it was a really fun movie to watch. The story was not bad as well. So it was, uh, I don't know, it was a really surprisingly fun movie to watch. Hmm. Um, I had never heard of it, so I didn't really have any expectations. We're kind of just in the middle. Was this um, a Netflix original? Yes. Thing or Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it's a. It's not that long. It's like a standard animated yeah. movie length, um, but it's definitely worth a uh, viewing huh i don't know why maybe maybe once i see it i'll remember it because i feel like i would have i would have seen it. it's not dreamworks or anything is it is it one of the, co- the uh, studios or? i'm not sure which studio because yeah netflix does do a lot of stuff with dreamworks but i don't yeah. remember if it was or not hmm. uh, ricky, okay ricky gervais is a voice in there too oh really yeah oh, mm-hmm. this seems rather big uh yeah it's weird like it is and it isn't because it I, I didn't see a lot of promotion for it. I just, it happened to come across my suggested on uh, Netflix. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll take a look. The Willoughby's. Um, Willoughby's. Interesting. But it's not, it isn't a rolled doll thing, but it's, you I don't know. It feels I, like it. Oh, it. Okay. It feels like it, like it could come from, from there, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it was truly an original story yeah. or if it was adapted from a short or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll check it out. So we have finished our donuts trilogy. Yes. And now we're moving on to more fun junk food. So before we jump into what we actually ate this week, okay. um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have like a really quick discussion right now. 
do you should we have like a theme for these moving on? No, like, no, I don't think we should have it. It's gonna be too hard. Like, oh. it should be. So for me, I the reason I love the donuts, like, I looked forward to it. Like, I knew what was coming and like got excited. If we leave it up to just like what we ate or what comes across our plate each week, there's no excitement there and there's nothing to look forward to. But how how on earth are we going to plan that? Like there's we no can way to figure out a way. Like what do you what give me an example of what this theme would be? I don't know. That's what I mean we're like brainstorming. What would, it, what would it be though? Like because the donuts was like is it always donuts? We could do uh well I can't so do what I was donuts. thinking is so there was a three-part thing for the donuts, right? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a forever theme. We can just say, okay, for the next three weeks, we will be doing blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I hate it. Because uh, <laughs> here's the thing. So what I do like. Come what on. Doing, what I do like what we're doing is that you're bringing me stuff and I'm bringing you stuff. So like I like that because it forces you mm. to eat something that you wouldn't normally buy or, or that you weren't aware of. And then it makes it fun for the other person. Like, I have to find something for the next episode that we should But what if or, or, the, you know. the listeners want to play along? We can't leave a, a food at all their doorsteps. But we're... All we're four so, of them. We're so delayed with these episodes. <laughs> like, it can't be real time. Like, this episode that we're recording right now won't come out until next week. So, like, it's not like it's a live thing where we're interacting with them. But, like... Like people were asking me about the donuts. They're like, the lemon donuts are back. I'm like, yeah, that was like uh, two weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah, but if we say now, so we could say like, uh, this is something that we've been talking about for a while and we kind of did it in our own way, but the KFC chicken sandwich donut or donut chicken sandwich, um, like we could plan to do that and that's always mm. available so people could do that. Taco Bell yeah. has the nacho fries that... I think we should just do both. Like, like... <laughs> You can plan it if like right now, if I said, okay, what's your thing for next week? The hard part is we don't really interact with people that much. I mean, I guess we can tell them to comment and, you know, did you like this thing and stuff? Well, that's um, what I'm trying to do is get the people more to interact with us a little bit more. But I think. Got to give them opportunities to do that. It's it's one, it's hard because they have to go find these things and shopping isn't the easiest thing right now. Uh, But two, like, so maybe we do like a. I could see if we did something like a a serial battle thing, like your your Oh yeah. You know, so we could say, okay, this week it's cinnamon toast crunch versus this. And then we can eat that cereal and, and oh, vote or tell people to vote that or something like fun. that. That's easier, I think, than trying to pick something new and then making people go find it and then you know. Um uh, okay. that's more predictable. Like we can we well, can okay. easier predict we'll, we'll talk about that more offline yeah. but i Sounds think good. i like that idea maybe we have that as like the backdrop but we still do our own right right thing right. so we'll talk about something that we ate ridiculous but we'll also bring up the yes i don't know the matchup of the week for cereals so this week uh i'm gonna eat this live actually Ooh! on the show here so Jerry, you don't up. like doing that but. it's a limited edition chips ahoy sour patch kids cookie it looks disgusting i, I so, am anticipating i will not like this thing i haven't eaten it yet I i'm not this gonna up. say anything about it until you experience it all on your own in your own way okay i'll do it um right now. So, so i as picked these up and i dropped these off on mark's doorstep and i said ugh so funny you like i was on my computer which is just on the other side of the front door and i hear this rustling of bags and some guy like throws some stuff at the door i'm like (laughs) what and it was kind of late it was dark it wasn't like really late at night but it was dark and i'm just like what the hell and then you text me later like i just threw some stuff on your porch like why don't you tell me ahead of time so I don't get freaked out that there's some weirdo at the door. Uh, you are really and just paranoid. Hold up in your little <laughs> bunker there, aren't you? Because uh, uh, I had just seen you that day earlier. Uh, and mm. so I'm like, well, I don't want to bother him. And I didn't. I went to the grocery store and then, you know, there's I only so just, much me you can handle in a day. Well, no, I pick up this crap all the time. But then <laughs> I thought, oh, this uh, is good. Like, I'll pick up an extra, you know, like if it were in the past, I would have just like knocked and I would have said, like eat this because I'm not going to eat all these cookies. All right, all right, all right. Stop talking them, so. before you take a bite. Yeah, yeah. S- s- 
stick your nose in there and smell the thing. Mm, it smells sort of chemical. It smells Th- weird, right? It doesn't like, even smell like the candy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Doesn't so, smell like a cookie for sure. It's the candy that you smell. You can tell because it's that. For those of you who will never look these up or <laughs> are uninterested completely, it's um, it looks like there's like little bits in it, and I, I couldn't figure out what it was until I ate it. So yeah. you you go ahead and eat it, and I'll continue talking about it. Okay, it's so got this like is, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Each cookie has like some sort of chocolate chips in it. That are all like neon colored. And then there's these little tiny uh, bits of actual, I'll say it now, Sour Patch Kids in the cookie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the weird thing is when I when you look at the chocolate chips, I couldn't tell if they're going to be like sour. But I'm pretty sure they're just like white chocolate chips that are colored different colors. And then they have little tiny bits of Sour Patch Kids in the cookie. So... So the Sour it, Patch Kid part changes the texture. It yeah, because it's kind of gummy and like sticky. Harder, the, yeah. The this cookie is basically a sugar cookie with like uh, little tiny bits of Sour Patch Kids inserted into it, and then the white chocolate chips. Um, do you, white chocolate chips that are colored, so they right, look like. That was very misleading to me. I didn't know what to expect. I thought this whole thing was going to be way more sour, like the sour was going to overpower the cookie. It's actually not that bad. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of it and it's like good, but I thought it was going to be like barf, like just disgusting. You're right. I would agree with that completely. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. Um. But you're making some faces that suggest otherwise right now. <laughs> so I, I assumed that those were just big bits of candy. I didn't right, realize so did that, I. that was um, going to be like a colored. It's a colored chocolate chip. So it looks like the candy. Yeah. The worst part about the taste isn't bad, actually. Like, right. It's not that strong of a candy flavor that it. the smell is what's It's terrible. weird. It's very weird. It like, smells it like a. But it doesn't like, smell like a taste at all. No. It's sort of perfumey, but like in that chemical <laughs> way or like a plastic Everybody's toy. favorite scent, a chemical perfume. But it's like a plastic toy smell almost, you know, like an artificial. It's an artificial oh, smell. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, there's nothing. This whole cookie is artificial. But I mean, when you smell it, you don't say, oh, it smells just like. Right, right. It's just this general artificial, like a candle. I know the answer to artificial. this already, but d- did you try the Sour Patch Kids cereal? Yeah, that was terrible. So <laughs> that one. Also, not as bad as I thought, but it's like, why would you want to com- like put milk together with a sour anything? Like, But I think kids would love it. Like, sour think- milk has such a negative connotation already. Like, why are you willingly <laughs> putting these things together? I think this is definitely like for kids. Um, well, like, I think they'd love this cookie. we've talked about this number of times like i love a good gimmick so even Mm. though you look at this thing and like oh my god this is going to be disgusting i get excited over the gimmick factor if you will um but to be honest like it's nowhere near as bad as i thought it was going to be i don't know if i'm going to be eager to finish this box off but uh yeah it's not terrible the weird the i think the worst part is once you chew the whole thing Mm -hmm. and like you eliminate the cookie part the Sour Patch bits like kind of gum together and it's harder to chew and like it got stuck in my teeth. It was yep. uh, it's lit. It's like taking a bite of a sugar cookie and then putting a Sour Patch kid in your mouth. Um, Yeah, it's and weird. So it's funny to me, like if they even just called this like if they called this a fruitcake cookie, right? If they took the right the Sour Patch uh, branding off of it. Uh, it would be less upsetting to people because it's Sour Patch. Everyone's like, eh. but um, I think if you ate this under normal circumstances, it would be like, you know, they have those cookies that are that have like the red in the middle, like a supposed to be like jam or something in the middle. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like a butter cookie with that. It, it, it leans more towards that than it right. does anything too outrageous. The smell, again, if you just smell this thing, <laughs> I, if they could fix that. Might yeah, be it, better. Well, it wouldn't be as offensive. I'm trying to think. 
But like, I don't even really get like a sour taste at all. It's not. It's more like because the actual, yeah, the sour, I don't know, bits. What do you call Mm -hmm. that? Like the sour sprinkles aren't in it. It's just the Sour Patch gummy part that is kind of infused into the cookie. It is all up in my teeth right now. Yeah, that's I had two only Mm -hmm. last night and it was all in my teeth. So is that did you eat anything other than this or is that our eat for the? Of the week uh i don't know i probably did but i was just saving this oh we uh thing. so we talked about it last week birthday kit kats let's do that one so we'll do Ooh, two uh, those so you are the yeah. bit like that is your go-to flavor for like i don't know yes. artificial flavors and candy flavors you jared loves a, a birthday cake flavored thing yep um I can go either way. I don't know if I'd say I'm necessarily excited for that flavor or not, but this Kit Kat, it, mm. <laughs> it was probably one of the best like birthday cake flavored <laughs> things I've ever had. I love, so another thing that you love too is like the color palette, like when you have yes. the sprinkles in there, this looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. The, it yeah. had like, it didn't have the traditional sprinkles, like the tube ones, it was the ball yeah. rainbow sprinkles. Um, which have like a harder kind of crunch to it as you bite into it instead of like that melty one uh, texture that the tube yeah. sprinkles have. But oh my god, this cup or Kit Kat was just surprisingly delicious. I the first bite was a little strange for me because you're so used to that chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. yeah, so at first it seems like it almost like a sense thing, like it's wrong, like something's wrong. Right. Um, but once you start focusing on the actual flavor, I thought uh, as far as Kit Kat goes and all, they do all kinds of crazy flavors for Kit Kats now. Um, I thought this was great and it looks really nice. I really like the way this thing looks, but, um, I'll post a picture of it. I took some very nice photos (laughs) of it as well, (laughs) but, um, I was very happy to see this. This was in Walmart. I don't know. Wrapper on or wrapper off. When I saw it or your, your photos, I want to talk more about this photo session you had. I take pictures of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to photograph this uh, Chips Ahoy before I throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I liked it a lot, too. They have a lemon Kit Kat that's really good as well. So I'm that getting does a not little... sound good. Do you yeah, are you a Kit Kat fan? Because I know you've given me like green tea flavored Kit Kats. And I feel like I've had more Kit Kats from you than I have from any buddy else the past like five years uh it's um it's a gimmick thing again like because they're one of the few people that are doing flavors like variations on the same thing so i like it from that perspective just like the oreos like oreo itself is not an amazing cookie but i love that they're doing all these oreos have have to have like over a hundred different flavors that they had over (laughs) the years it's insane i remember when like they just introduced the um the vanilla Oreo and like that was like, oh my God, there's a new Oreo flavor. And now it's like <laughs> every week they've got a new outrageous flavor. Oh, the golden Oreo you mean? when they did. Yeah. It was just yeah, a yeah. vanilla Oreo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've got so many different versions of Oreo now. Yep. See, we got that on deck too. Got another Oreo coming up here. We'll have to talk about. <clears throat> did you try everything I gave you? So I gave Mark a, a bag of no. Junk. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I have not. Okay, we'll talk about which one to do. <laughs> we'll do one one at a time for, yeah, for these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I want to uh, have a, I don't know, a crazy food to eat together with the listeners for next week? Or do you want to um, spend more time thinking about that before we Well, why don't we pick the thing, one of the things that we have since we both haven't eaten okay. the other thing. So I'll let you pick. Uh, let's go with the Skittles. So you okay. purchased a bag of yogurt-covered Skittles. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Got these at Target, but I think they're everywhere now, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So they're just Skittles covered in a candy, yogurty thing. I haven't eaten them yet either, so we'll we'll do this next next time. But um, for people listening, if you want to Yogurt-covered Skittles. There's your homework assignment. Any predictions on this? Are you excited about? Does that sound appealing? Um, so it's so weird when they say yogurt. It's not really yogurt. I'm imagining it's right, going to be like right. what they call the yogurt covered uh, pretzels, which is basically yeah. like a white chocolate, like a creamy um, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Those two things in my head don't really go together, but I guess it would be similar to like a fruit flavored yogurt, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. kind of the sensation they're going for. Um, I do. Uh, I love Skittles. Sour Skittles are like one of my favorite kind of fruity candies. <laughs> um, but those some like I can't handle too many of those because it just destroys your mouth. Yeah. Those yeah. are like outrageously sour and just eats away. <laughs> At the inside of your mouth. Um, but yeah, you know, I love a gimmick, even if the like these Sour Patch cookies, they did not sound good, but I was excited to try them because because I mm-hmm. like to try stupid and like outrageous foods. Yep. I'm all for um, these bold yeah. flavors. So that's why I would never get upset that they're doing these weird things. I'm all right. for it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So the yogurt thing, Skittles have such an interesting texture, like. I, I think they're the only candy that has that weird. It's like an M and M, but gummy. So it's like that that hard candy shell. But it's like but, crunchy, but a yeah, crunchy yeah. gummy center. Um, when I was younger, I used to like just hold it in my mouth until the the <laughs> hard part went away because it would hurt my teeth. Oh um, my and God. like you chew on it, and it's almost like a like a like gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a shell. like a chiclet. You know those gums that you have to get through the crunchy part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very weird. all right. Oh man, I haven't had those in years. Yeah, nobody, nobody does. It's like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a grandparent gum or something. Uh, like yeah. No kid is like, can I get chiclets? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fun. Okay, so next week everybody get some yogurt yogurt covered covered skittles Skittles. uh we will talk about that uh but i think that's it for today thank you guys so much for listening we will see you later